Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. As soon as I woke up this morning, my first two thoughts were, my first thought made me sort of go like, oh. And the second thought was, oh. <laughs> so I will tell you what mine are, but the first was uh, something I'm not looking forward to this week. And the second was something I'm really, really looking forward to this week. So let's go around the room. Okay. Do the same thing. Abby, the thing you're not looking forward to this week. The thing I'm not looking forward to this week? Oh, God. Well, I I had such a fun weekend this weekend that looking forward to mm-hmm. this weekend knowing I have zero plans and oh, nobody yeah. coming into town to see me makes me a little sad but what I am looking forward to is my cousin's bachelorette is next week so we're doing tons of prep getting ready for that so I'm excited to start going to town on Etsy okay making some orders it's funny how her attitude when she has a free weekend is like so I'm a little bit bummed that I have a free weekend <laughs> whereas like when you're like have kids you're like oh my god there's nothing on the schedule this is awesome <laughs> Ma, the thing you're not looking forward to and the thing you are looking forward to? Uh, not looking forward to wearing a diaper. <laughs> okay. That's definitely, that was my first thought this I morning. I will share with you, that was my, ah. Uh, yeah. This morning, uh-huh. yeah. You see me come in with all <laughs> yeah. my diapers? Yep, yep. I'm, I made sure to get all different sizes just in case because we're getting the final tally today to see how many people <laughs> might be wearing a diaper to support a charity that collects diapers for babies that need. If we, um, if Kristen made a certain uh, amount of donations from Birchill Fam, then Mo, Kristen, and I, and Abby, we're going to have to be in diapers. We didn't reach the point for Abby to get another diaper, so the three of us... After the show today, get in diapers, take our <laughs> And fun fact, this organization also collects adult diapers because oh, I have okay. donated some. Oh, cool. Oh, yes, cool. because okay. when you give birth, you wear diapers after. <laughs> and yes, I did get diaper rash. Thank you for asking. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, what you're not looking forward to. What are you looking forward to? Uh, going to New York oh, okay. for a baby shower. I'll get to see my grandmother. So I'm looking Aww. forward to seeing oh, cool. grandma. How yeah. about you, Cass? Um, I'm not looking forward to it. I pushed myself a little too hard this weekend. And so I know it usually takes a day. It's going to hit me hard. Uh, but I'm looking forward to, I'm going out of town this weekend to Blue Ridge. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's going to be my birthday weekend, mm-hmm. so my husband's planned a trip to Blue Ridge to the mountains for the fam. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, KK? I'm sitting here, like, rattling my brain. I can't think of anything I'm not looking forward to. I'm even looking forward to putting on a diaper after the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, because our first show fam stepped up and collected yeah. so many diapers for babies in need. Right. We should feel good about it. Yes. But superficially, we do I don't. (laughs) (laughs) And I actually have like a lot of things to look forward to this weekend or this week. So um, the girls are getting together Wednesday for a wine night to celebrate um, Cassie's birthday. Um, we got our interview with Dolly Parton That's on my, Thursday. That, and that is mine also. Is yeah, it? the, uh, the, ah, uh, was the diaper, the, oh, was Dolly. When yeah. did that happen? I saw that in an email last night. I'm like, what Dolly Parton interview? Yeah, Thursday, man. Yeah, That's we awesome. found out last week about it. Um, and then, uh, my mom's coming in this weekend. So she gets, she's going to get to be able to spend time with Jimmy and do a lot of fun, um, grainy things. So we got a pumpkin patch lined up. Nice. We got the aquarium lined up. Like we're going to be doing all the things. Is it strange that my, oh, was Dolly Parton and not my son's 21st birthday? 
Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird, weird right? That's, that's a pretty big birthday. <laughs> My first one was thinking, oh, Dolly, not not that I'm going to go hang out with uh, Hayden, which I will do at the end of the week. But, yeah, he's turning 21. That doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem possible because wow. I'm 35. <laughs> makes no sense at all. Are you going to have a drink with him? Uh, well, we did that kind of thing in Japan. Oh, that's right. When that's we were right. there, and he hates alcohol, so it's really just going to be going to hang out more than anything else. Thank God he hates alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so, Abby, what a week for you. What a weekend for you also, but almost went, ended up in a fist fight with a bouncer. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I can take a, anybody in a fight with enough alcohol in me, or at least that's what I thought. And I got into a little bit of a tiff with a bouncer at a bar that I was really excited to take my mom to, but they did not treat us well when we got there, so it ended up being a little bit of a of a scary situation. So my mom was in town this weekend for my live podcast event, which thank God mm-hmm. she was there because I forgot how many heavy things I had to bring into the restaurant. I had like a step and repeat. I had two signs. I mean, it was like 25 pounds worth of stuff. The two of you guys together weigh 84 pounds, though. So <laughs> was she really that much of a help? We just carried it on our backs and crawled in. Did you see Carrie's guns? Carrie is strong. Did she? Carrie has, she is the gun show. She yeah. is a walking miniature gun show. And so she was helping me, you know, set stuff up and also just kind of making sure that everything was running while I was you know, sucking down some Aperol spritzes. And my, my mom and I were planning to go out afterwards as a way to celebrate, let loose. The Gator game was on. And we've now come to like this one very specific bar because that's where her Carrie's King group mm-hmm. chat is. All those guys that oh, she approached right. put in a group chat trying to set me up with. And, um, you know, after the event's done, we're so excited. We go get dinner somewhere. We're at the bar. And we, we make friends with this other older couple. And I told them where I was going to take her afterwards to XYZ bar. And they're like, Oh, she's going to love that bar. It's our kind of crowd. It's older, but they like to dance, and it gets a little freaky. And I was like, see, Mom, I can't wait to take you there. We go to the next place to watch the Gator game. Same thing. We run into another group of people. I'm like, I'm taking her to this bar afterwards. And they're like, ah, oh, she's going to love it. Again, older crowd. They love to dance. It gets freaky. It's going to be great. And so I'm like, see, Mom, I can't wait to take you to the spot. So we end up meeting some of the Carrie's Kings group chat members out, and I tell them, let's go to XYZ Bar down the street because it's an older crowd they like to dance. They're going to get freaky. It's going to be great. So we get in the Uber. We hop in. And to my mom's surprise, there's a massive line outside. Us. Always like, is. Don't worry, mom. Like this specific bar always has a line. I'll get us in. And so we pop it. We pop in line. We're standing there. And I kid you not, within like 30 seconds, the bouncer runs up to us and says, y'all can't come in. And I was like, what are you talking about? We can't come in. And this is how I know I've had too much to drink because I would never say this sober or even think it's sober. I was like, do you know who I am? I just have my first live podcast. (laughs) You let me in there. I would never say that sober. I was like, who, who I am is a nobody who has had too much Sauvignon Blanc. Like, that's, who, that's who I am. And I'm standing there, and he's like, well, you guys have logos on your tees. And I was like, are you kidding oh, me? Oh, they're very strict about that. They made my husband turn his shirt inside out, and he was livid. I was I was looking at, like, everybody else in line. I'm like, well, it's college game day in the South. Everybody is wearing mm-hmm. a university polo or university tee. And I said, he, my friend here is not going to do that. And he's like, well, that's the dress code. You've got to get out of line. Oh, also, he's wearing shorts. Can't wear shorts either. And we didn't know that this place had a dress code because 
if you don't look online, it's kind of a divey type place. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, think of your local dive bar and then basically saying you can't come in unless you're wearing like slacks and a polo. And so I start going at it with this dude. And then all of a sudden my mom's like pulling me back. She's like, Abby, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and she ends up, calling, ends up calling us an Uber. But I was like, I'm going... <laughs> I did something really embarrassing. Again, this is how you know Again? I've had too much something to drink. Something else? Yes. Yeah, you know what I was just thinking also is, don't you know who I am when you said that? that, that if they said, no, your mom was with you, that hurts even, even more. more. I, sh- I shouldn't <laughs> yeah, have said I you, think about you, that. You guys, I had been drinking since 9 a.m. I was not the same person that I am today. <laughs> um, I was a different person back then. And I get in the car, and I'm so mad because, A, I was so excited because I really did think my mom was going to like this bar. I always have a great time anytime I go there. And I pull out my Twitter (laughs) and I all, this is so embarrassing. I wrote F insert bar name here. End of story. And not only did I post it on my Twitter, I posted it on my Instagram story to double down because I was that mad at this. (laughs) (laughs) So really what you need to take away from the story is that Sauvignon Blanc Abby is a total diva because she thinks she's like effing Beyonce or something trying to get into the local dive bar. And I almost tried to fight a bouncer for it. So. <laughs> really place, great weekend. That place really is not worth fighting to get into. It's it's it, worth fighting to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not into. I know. The Burt Show. All right, Mikey had himself a big old birthday. Yeah, I did. I turned 22 years old. 22 years old. Oh, look at you <laughs> feeling birthday. all 22. Thank growing you. up. I'm a big man. <laughs> Mikey was telling me we're, we're uh, taking the elevator up this morning. He's like, oh, yeah, and I went to this really fancy restaurant. My girlfriend's parents took me. And the name of the restaurant had a the in front of it. I don't think I've ever been to a restaurant that has the in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> the Applebee's. <laughs> the Applebee's. Um... Yeah, well, I'll I'll say a little something that I screwed up about that, too, is uh, at the end of it, her mom was about to give back, like, half a steak to the waiter, and this ties into my food problem. I stopped her. I said, can we put that in a box? (laughs) I took her mom's steak, and I feel like that might have been a mistake. Well, I think when you're a college student, you kind of, like, that's kind of standard. Is that okay? Yeah. 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 I mean, well, what did her face look like when you wanted her leftover steak? Uh, it, pretty normal, but okay. I, I can't ever tell if someone's hiding. Okay. Or, <laughs> I can't tell if I'm being weird or not. What's the food problem you say you have? Well, so, I'm obviously broke, but I don't even think that plays into this problem. I go to the store, and I don't know what to get. I get, I have like a list of four things. I'm able to get in and out of Walmart in five minutes. I'm a pro at it. I go in, I get either colored goldfish or... <laughs> Uh, or flavor blasted goldfish. I get ramen noodles. I get taco meat, and I get <laughs> hot fries. So you are full of sodium. Wow. I got all the sodium. If we licked in the you world. right now, all we would taste is salt. Oh yeah, it's good too. It's real good. Those aren't any. Those four you can't even combine together, can you? No, I, I make it last a week. Okay. They, they all go separately. But you get ta- no taco shells or nothing, just the meat? No, no. I usually have some tortillas. I get the taco meat. I eat tacos for a week. I go back to the store. I get more tacos. So in between tacos is fast food. Other than that, it's just tacos. I every, And everyone knows this to be the truth. I really do eat tacos all day long. Every day is Taco Tuesday. Every single day. Which is kind of cool, but when's the last time you ate something green? I... I 
I don't think I like anything. I like I like lettuce. Okay. Does that count? Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. it does. It's green. Do you like lettuce alone or lettuce on your tacos? Lettuce with a bunch of ranch on it and a bunch of croutons <laughs> and bacon bits. <laughs> but but lettuce okay. is too much of a commitment to buy. I can't I can't buy any fruit. I can't buy vegetables. It's too big a commitment. I, I'm just, this is a cry for help right now. I think I'm going to be put in the ground if I keep on eating this way. Oh, for sure you will. Yeah. Um, but it, it's going to be a while. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got another good 10 years before yeah. you guys yeah. Yeah. Now, are you eating like this because you're broke or are you eating like this because you're a picky eater? See, it's easy to blame on being broke. I could say that, but I don't even know if that's the truth. I think if I had a million dollars, I'd still go for the hot fries and the goldfish <laughs> and the tacos. Have you ever thought about doing those meal prep services? Like it actually seems that that might work for you because yeah, they're pretty bad. I can't they're not cook, cheap. Hello Fresh is really great, and I'm pretty sure Abby has a discount. Yeah, code. you can use the code uh, Hello Abby fifty for fifty percent okay. off. <laughs> do I have to cook though? I can't cook. Yeah, it's yeah. time you learn. Have your lady do it. I true. No, but, Abby. Sorry, learn yourself. <laughs> dude. I tried to cook chicken one time, and it was a complete nightmare. I was FaceTiming everyone in my contacts, like, "Does this look right? Does it?" And they're like, yeah, "I'm cutting it." It was terrible. It was the worst chicken I've ever had in my life. You gotta but, start off with something easier. Chicken is, is not the easiest yeah. thing. And there's always that high risk factor that you're about to poison yourself yeah, exactly. because you didn't cook it See, enough, right? Yes, you cook taco meat, so yeah. there there is. Well, room I, for improvement here. I can cook mac and oh, cheese, too. there's a lot too. of room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, it is imperative that you learn to cook for yourself. Yes. What do I start with? So I yeah. think we should each bring in one basic recipe that's healthy. Like, I'll bring in the most delicious roast chicken recipe ever. It's so easy. No, with step-by-steps. And then you try at least one a week. Mm. I'm down to do that. I had, uh, in college, my standard, which is still my adult standard if I ate that stuff, would be mac and cheese with hot dogs. That's it. I mean, four or five five days a week. You don't want to know what I just found out about hot dogs. Don't eat them. Oh, yeah. I would never now. Now it's like made out of, like, their butts. I know that. Each hot dog has 2% human DNA in it. I'm full of that stuff. You just said you don't (laughs) want to. You literally just said you don't want to know what's in there, and then two seconds later. That was an invitation for you to be like, what's in there? Notice, nobody asked. You're welcome. I provide great service to you guys. I've heard all the the hot dog stories. Nothing's going to stop me. You can't stop me. (laughs) I'm unstoppable whenever it comes to eating hot dogs. My my go-to is spaghetti. I think you should add that to your yeah. list. Yeah. Spaghetti. Easy to make last three, four days. The yes. noodles confuse me. I don't know when. There's two things moving in making spaghetti. I don't know when to put the noodles on. I don't know when to start cooking the meat. It. I think too much about all of this. Boil water, insert noodles. Literally, That's that it. is as simple as it But can when get. do I take it out? When it, it tells you. Yes. Right. The, you set the, the timer. All right. You literally can't mess that up. I it's might, the one thing oh, you really can't. I mean, but I think he can. <laughs> Unless you go out for a drive and forget that you're making spaghetti, <laughs> you can't mess up spaghetti. One of my favorite, um, um, a, a guy I follow on Instagram was sharing things that um, kids asked their parents when they went to college. Uh-huh. And one kid texted their parent, and they were at the grocery store, and they go, where do I find the pasta water? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> The Burt Show. What's trending now? Kristen knows. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. You see, I've been fired and replaced with Kristen again.
What? Did you not hear the yeah. entertainment buzz? Oh, no. Does nobody pay attention in here? I heard it. Kristen. None they, of the intro. They play the one from Friday. I told you to put in the Jackson Kim one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Usher is going to be this year's Super Bowl halftime performer. When you guys heard it was going to be Usher, was it meant with a, oh, or was it a, oh? I literally just found out. Literally. <laughs> I wasn't shocked at all. No? Uh-uh. With, with how good he's been doing with his um his show in Vegas, I had a feeling that they were gonna probably look yeah. at him for as an option. Excited about it? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I think Usher would do a great job. Yeah. I saw a lot of people who felt like he couldn't carry it on his own, or they didn't think he had enough what? records. And what? I, I, yes, I was like shocked by how many people felt like Usher wouldn't be great at this. I don't know why. And dude, I, at one point or another, I mean, the world was calling him the the best dancer in the world. I don't know if he still got his moves, but oh. man, that's gonna be awesome. He still got his moves. Yeah. Man, yes, man, still move. Yeah. Well, I also think to an extent with the Super Bowl halftime show, and I'm not saying that Usher's not a massive artist, but I do think artists need to come in needing it a little bit because like you have to fund the show on your own mm-hmm. so I feel like Usher's got a little bit of something to prove that he's still got it. He's got and an I, album coming out too right? Yeah so I think this is really going to launch him to mega mega stardom. I mean he's already a huge yeah. star but I mean like even bigger and kind of bring because I remember he was huge when I was growing up yeah it was the first uh, music video I ever saw on the YouTube but oh, I think really? this is going to be great for him but th- he might not be the only act because I did see some rumors and we've been talking about this the last week that in Sync might also be up there as well. And so it was on Dumois, and I was trying to see what was going on there because I know they were in talks. And apparently, the Usher decision was like super, super quick. And part of the reason was because In Sync was in talks, and apparently, people found out they wanted it to be a surprise, and they ended up pivoting to the Usher decision. Mm-hmm. So much so that apparently, somebody on his team like found out with the rest of the world. Oh, really? So it was a real quick decision. Um, but a big weekend as well for other Super Bowl people who might be at the Super Bowl. Uh, speaking of it, Travis Kelsey of the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs just got an even bigger fan base. My queen <laughs> went to go, went to Missouri to see her potential <laughs> new boyfriend. That's how you know it's love. She went to Missouri to see Travis <laughs> Kelsey <laughs> play. She could have waited while he was in a different city for an away game. <laughs> no. She's like, oh, you're going to fly me out to Kansas? Yeah, he invited her to Arrowhead, so yes. she had to go to Arrowhead. But she could have said, no, I will meet you in Miami. (laughs) (laughs) It was so cute. So he put her up in his suite with his mom. So the entire game, it's just Mama Kelsey and Taylor Swift riffing for the whole game. It was precious. This has really kind of been fun to follow along. Uh, How public he was on how disappointed he was initially, how he couldn't get to her. And then he finally did and then invites her out. And that, that's a good-looking couple if it happens. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes, such it a is. power couple. And yeah, I love sure. that he could, he he seems like he can handle her level of fame, that, like, anything the media is going to throw his way, like, he's, mm-hmm. he's just going to brush it off, maybe twerk a little bit on the field and call it a day. But I got to say, there must have been a ton of pressure for him because Taylor Swift is in the stands. You can't mess up. And Patrick Mahomes definitely felt it, too. Yeah. Here's what he has to do now because he is a bit of an attention hoe, right, Travis? He needs to just Haven't sh- picked up on that at all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because it was a reality TV show and all that, uh, and his podcast and everything. Uh, he just needs to shut up. Mm-hmm. If he really wants this thing to work, yep. if he goes public with this or his brother continues to talk about it, I, you know her better than I do. She seems so anti all that. Just shut up about it now and let the mystery linger. I do I do think that would be the right thing to do, but I also kind of think Taylor's at a point in her career where she just honestly does not give an F she because shouldn't. her last relationship was so private and it seemed like 
it was a lot of the boyfriend pushing that and her wanting to honor his wishes was going for that. Now she's at, you know, she's at the VMA. She's dancing. She's getting all the attention. She's at Arrowhead Stadium. I mean, not trying to hide at all. So she's just living her best life and that's what she should do. She's living her best life. Now, this couldn't have been the first time they had interaction, right? Because you don't not go out at all and then hang with his mom in a suite. Well, well they've been talking. I'll, I'll tell you about the video that makes me think this was the first time really? they met. Coming up on your ex Evo's on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. She really had a hunch. Well, she knew that there was another woman in the office that was spreading rumors about her, and it was either time to do something about it or shit it. Oh, yeah. So there's this girl who sent us an email, and she's at her first real job, so she's real excited. You know, she's a, a true professional now, but she's the youngest in the office. So she's real conscious about how she handles herself. She's really trying to prove herself, show that, you know, she's a real adult. She's 22 years old, but she's a real adult. And she's got a coworker that has been kind of going out of her way to spread some untrue gossip about her. And she doesn't know how to handle it because she's like, well, I mean, I could just ignore it because it's just gossip and I can't control what somebody else does. But at the same time, like, it really doesn't feel good to hear this, all this untrue stuff being said about me and also making my professional reputation not look so good either. So like, I mean, do I bring it to HR? Is it a big enough deal for me to get professional involved? involved or do I actually just confront her myself? Mo has got the update. I decided to take some advice and just have a face-to-face with her. After a bit of pep talk from a friend, I was actually feeling kind of hopeful, thinking that laying out what I'd heard and just asking her outright might get her to open up or at least clarify things. Maybe I misunderstood. Maybe she will feel bad and apologize. I watched for her to pack her things to leave and grab my things to walk out at the same time. As we were approaching the door, I asked if she could chat for a few minutes. But man, it felt like we were talking to a brick wall. She brushed everything off, basically making it sound like I was overreacting or imagining stuff. Made me second-guess myself for a bit. The next day, I saw a deepened conversation with a group. Could have been nothing, but when they all went silent as I walked by, it felt off. Maybe it was just me being paranoid, but it made me feel uncomfortable. With all that, I figured maybe I'd escalate things just a bit like I had originally considered. I decided to get HR involved, see if they could mediate or something. Well, it turned out that earlier that day, she had gone to them to complain about me. Oh. Instead of it being about the rumors she is spreading, it just looks like two coworkers who can't get along. We seem like children. Exactly what I wanted to avoid. I'm really just feeling drained by all this. I've been thinking about whether it's worth sticking around or if I should start looking elsewhere. I'm going to give it a few weeks and hope it gets better, but still keep my options open. I mean, the common sense, like, knee-jerk reaction is like, look, this is just too tense. You don't want to go to where a place that you have to work for eight hours a day, which is one-third of your life, is going to be, like, tense. Just move on. But it ain't easy out there. No. It's hard to find a job out there, man. And you shouldn't have to force yourself out just because one person is acting like this. I'm also wondering, too, like, if she's like this with you, I I would bet money that most people know this is what she's like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is probably not the first person she has done this to. This won't be the last person she's done this to. People who do stuff like that tend to be miserable. Like, it's not about you. It's about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, like, how they're dealing with their own life. So when somebody's acting that way, it's about them. And you are not the only, um, you're probably not the only victim in her antics. Mm-hmm. 
That's why in situations like these, as unfortunate as it is, I've kind of learned that you just have to ignore it. Because the moment I feel like you start going back and forth and trying to, mm-hmm. I guess, compete with this individual, the people who behave this way, you got to go pretty low in order to do that. And they will usually beat you at their own game if you do. So I, I don't know what you do in a situation like this other than just try to ignore it. You've gone to HR. I think you've done, like, what you need to do. And now... You take Mo's advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it comes to petty girl drama, it feels like it's going to last forever. And this is, even though it's probably just an, a, a small problem, it feels like it, it takes up all of your emotional energy because you're showing up to work and it's already like, oh, it's Monday morning and I've got to deal with this bee over here. I think she ended up running to HR as a way to deflect any problems that you might bring to them so that you end up looking the, like the bad guy. I think you just got to ride it out as long as possible. And you know what? If you get to the point like six months down the road where you can't handle this, then that would be the opportunity to bounce. Um, Man, six months out of your life is a long time. Mm-hmm. When you're going into a work atmosphere where you really, really are, I just feel the tension. But also, if this is her first real job, that's mm-hmm. going to look so bad to your mm-hmm. next employer if you yeah. bounce after nine months or yeah. even a year. I Sometimes you just got to take one for your own team and just stick it out. God, for those of you that have to walk into an office every day and not, like... Just hate where you're going, and you mm. can feel the tension. It's the worst, man. I'm sorry. And when, seriously, when you do the math on it, it's one-third of your life. If you're getting eight hours of sleep, it's one-third of your life. That sucks. And by the way, if HR told you that she had come to see them, well, that's an HR violation. Because <gasps> they're not supposed to get oh, disclosed. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. They're so not supposed you, to disclose that. You need to go to HR. About, about HR. HR. Is, there an HR <laughs> is there an HR for HR? There should be. Yeah, HR squared right down the... <laughs> it's right down the hall. I don't know, man. So you guys are saying stick it out for a couple of months, see how it all pans out. Yeah. Yep, try yep. to ignore it. Okay. If you listen to The Burt Show, you know we call romantic alone time piano playing. And if you want to get a little bit better at playing your music sheet between the sheets, the best way to get started is to go to adamandeve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item, plus free shipping and rush processing. And that's not all. When you select your one item, you'll also get a free kit that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. The kit includes six free movies for your viewing pleasure, and Adam and Eve wants to make your life easy. They've got discreet shipping as your privacy is a priority, plus 100% free shipping with rush processing on your entire order. Bring more pleasure and satisfaction into your piano playing room. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item, something adventurous or something you've always desired. Just enter code Abby, A-B-B-Y at checkout. That's Abby, A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount at adamandeve.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? If I ever find myself with more time, I end up getting so stuck on what I should be doing versus what I want to be doing that I end up wasting the entire hour. So what if you could use that hour to actually improve yourself and improve your life so that the next time you have a free hour, you actually know what's a priority for you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Whether you need to talk through the guilt of taking time for yourself or learning how to set boundaries with people in your life who take and take, therapy can give you the tools to lead a richer life where you're, well, in control and happier. Therapy isn't just for major trauma. It's for the everyday problems that can be tough to navigate, too. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. There's no shame in finding someone to vent to about the issues going on in your life. Plus, BetterHelp is entirely online and is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Show today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Show. 
The Burt Show. Well, Katie's about to tell us something that we already know. That college football fans are nutty. Yes, but I guess I just never realized how nutty. And Tommy just filled me in on something that maybe I was just late to the party to. So let me take the picture for y'all. One day, my best friend, she just hit me up over the weekend. It was like, hey, let's just go grab a bite, get some wings at a sports bar, which we've done plenty of times. And I know it's college football season, so I expect there's going to be fans in there. and They're going to be watching the games. There's going to be games on every screen, right? So the bar we went to, we, we've never been to. And so when we get in there, it's like a whole bunch of fans. And this crazy, it just, huh? It, it's like, <laughs> but did wait. not expect that <laughs> fans at a wing joint on college football Saturday. Wow, what is this madness? They should start making commercials like that. <laughs> they should <laughs> give us a heads up. So where we live, I would think it would be a ton of UGA fans, yeah. and it was a day that UGA was playing. Mm-hmm. So when I walk in and see red, I'm like, oh, it's a whole bunch of bulldog fans, right? Right. Was it this Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I go in. It's not UGA fans at all. Mm -hmm. It's Ohio Buckeyes. Oh, Ohio Ohio State. State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those people, right? Those people. Okay. (laughs) The Ohio State, whatever. And I'm just confused because I'm like, we're in Georgia. Why is it a whole bunch of Ohio State fans? Oh, Katie. Yeah. The different colleges, (laughs) like, because there's... Because you don't always stay in the city where you went to school. You go and you get a job elsewhere. And it, it, in the big cities like this, there's different bars that cater to different schools. Like, I know there's a University of Kentucky bar. There's, there's a Florida one I went to this weekend. I'm, All Florida fans. Yeah, so you just happened across mm-hmm. the Ohio State bar. Well, I wish they would have had a sign that said that before I walked in. <laughs> so You go in there like, oh, go dogs! No, 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 no. I went in there <laughs> <Go> like... In. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely not on that energy. I was okay. on a way different energy. I was in there boomer sooner, and everyone was like, boo. Wow. So, so when I sit down, I'm like, all right, we're going to stick it through. We're just going to go off of this energy. Man, you picked a great game. Yeah. Jeez. So we sit down, and it's like loud, and then they're doing chants with the touchdowns and stuff like that. I'm like, all right, cool. The energy's up in here, even though I don't even care about this team. Yeah, the O. H-I-O going on. Yeah, they're all chanting. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And then this guy, I don't know where he was. We couldn't find him. He points out a Bama fan. Like somebody, I guess, was wearing like oh, they're, Bama. They're, you, so can't, one. you can't escape these people. And so these then, Alabama people <laughs> everywhere. So then for the rest of the time, he was like chanting at this dude with a megaphone. Why are you here? Get out of here. You need to leave. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's getting very aggressive in here. I kind of like it. And he's like, boo, Bama. Like, and he has a megaphone. We just couldn't find him. And so it was commercial break for Wait, them. he didn't work there? He was just like a guy who just came to the bar with a megaphone. <laughs> yes, he didn't work there. He's going Alabama hunting. Every bar. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't like that aspect of it. Like, oh, I, do. I'm, I don't like the smack talk. I don't like the being like rude and mean. Like, he has every, that Bama fan has every right no, to be in that bar. <laughs> Look, if you're an Alabama fan and you show up to Ohio State Notre Dame game, you know what you're gonna get. See, and I don't know what the beef is with them. So during a commercial break, right, their team is on commercial. There's one screen in front of me that's playing the o- Oklahoma Sooners game, right? And I'm, that's what I'm focused on. <laughs> <laughs> and so my team. I'm sure there weren't right. a whole bunch of people going, hey, uh, bartender, can you change it to the Oklahoma game? No, no. You were the only one. <laughs> yes. They had you on a 24-inch TV in the <laughs> yeah, <it> was- <laughs> It was very small, but I was like, you know what? <laughs> they were like, you can watch it on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> and so then my team scores, right? And so I'm like, yeah. And everybody's like, 
What? Oh, oh. Boo! The megaphone guy comes over and starts booing me. <laughs> he's like, what are you even doing here? You know like, what I would have started doing? I would have started crying. Kind of make him feel bad. <laughs> I'm just trying to hear to support my team. We're not even playing against you guys. Leave me alone. Exactly. I just wasn't prepared for that level of energy yeah. and trash talk that I was like, okay. Well, note to self. Yeah, Ohio State fans are notoriously passionate, and you picked their biggest week so far when they are playing Notre Dame, mm-hmm. which went to the last second, which is an awesome game. Mm-hmm. But you were watching Oklahoma. Yeah, that's all I was watching. <laughs> now I know. The Bird Show. Got to spend five hours with my 16-year-old son on Friday. That is unheard of these days. <laughs> but I am now realizing, and those of you that have teens, realize that 90% of the time that you have with your teens is taking them from errand to errand. Isn't it? It's a lot of driving. It's just a lot of driving, man. So Friday night, it was a very fulfilling night, actually. And I was looking forward to it all week. So he has homecoming coming up. So we went uh, looking for suits for him on Friday night. And because of his size, we had to go to three different places. And we ended up having dinner together. And then there was soccer this weekend. I'm no different than any other parent. Just driving them all over the place, right? That's our quality time now, which is fine. Then I see this statistic this weekend, which is crazy, okay? So how much time do you spend carting the kids around from birth to 16 years old? Somebody broke it down. 25 hours and 10 minutes a month driving your kids around is what it comes down to. So that comes out to about 4,923 hours until they turn 16 and they can drive themselves. Or 205 entire days of driving, 117 times a month. That averages 651 miles or 41 miles in one month. Now, here's the one that's really going to crush you right here. If you add it all up, that's about 125,000 total miles. That is half the distance to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Wow. And the the parents that have to do that travel ball, they already made it to the moon. Oh, yeah. And back. They (laughs) They are all over the place with that, right? All right, so Mo's got a superpower. What is it, Mo? Uh, Well, at this point, I'm calling it what I have affectionately titled Chat Me PT. Me PT? Me PT, which is you call us up and you or you email me and let me know what you would like me to write a rhyme about. And I will find a beat and I will ask Chat GPT to kind of give me some lyrics. And then I just go in and edit it a little bit, put my final touch on it. And then voila, I have made a song to congratulate whatever your situation is. All right, listener Abby here sent an email in. Hey, Abby, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. All right. So what was the situation going on in your life where you're like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Mo on this one. Um, I've met an amazing man and we've been there three years. We just celebrated our first wedding anniversary yesterday. Hey, congratulations. congratulations. You made it a year. That's fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Was it a great year or did you guys go through some of those like financial problems you go through in that first year or for the most part, was it pretty good? It was pretty good. Okay, great. I'm very lucky. I, I was uh, I was taken aback. I, I enjoyed what you wrote because, well, for one, I mean, they listen to everything. The bonus and the moment, I mean, absolutely everything. Don't miss an episode. I really appreciated that. And I thought it was timely because, like you said, yesterday was actually the anniversary. So that was enough for me to say, you know what, let me go in here and see what I could do for you with a little chat me PT. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave you a couple of details, and you haven't even heard the beat yet? No, I've, well, I heard the beat, but I, I didn't really get a chance to, like, rap on it. But I, it's uh, it's good enough. It'll do. 
<laughs> it's good enough. You know what? For a first anniversary, yeah. that's all you can ask for. Right. Good enough. When you get to 10, we'll do a little better. <laughs> I will specifically search out the beat. Yes. All right. You can take it from here. All right. So, yes, I took uh, some of the details that you gave me. I put it into chat GPT, and it actually made, like, verses, choruses, hooks, and bridges and everything. But I tried to make it flow a little better, and I added some of your uh, specific details in it to make it actually more for you. And this is what I came up with. Check. A year ago we said I do. And on this day, you deserve for me to rap to you about the man who's always been by my side. An amazing dad, our heart's joy and pride. You wake up every day with a smile so bright just to make sure our family's world is right. You do it all. You're the one who makes our baby laugh. Keeps our family together through this crazy path. You're the best, dad. And my love is true. On this anniversary, I'm celebrating with you. With every beat of my heart, allow me to say happy anniversary, love in every way. From diaper change to those bedtime tales you're always there when our child prevails you teach him kindness power love and grace and your embrace i know that they are always safe so here's to you aaron on this special day for being an amazing dad in every way how love has grown stronger and it's plain to see forever and always it's just you and me because you're the best dad because my love is true on this anniversary i'm celebrating with you with every beat of my heart allow me to say happy anniversary love and every way you're the rock of our family the anchor of my life through all of the joy all the pain all the strife i'm grateful for the love that you show and with you i know my love is gonna always glow and as we journey through this life it's hand in hand i'm thankful for the way you always understand so on this day let our love shine through happy anniversary Aaron. you're the best is you because you're the best dad and my love is true on this anniversary i'm celebrating with you with every beat of my heart allow me to say happy Happy anniversary, love in every way. Yeah! <laughs> go, Abby. How about that? Thank huh? you. That's that amazing. So we got to get that out to you. Yeah. We can that send it. Amazing. Thank you. You enjoyed it? I loved it. Awesome. Congrats on a great day. Have a wonderful night on your anniversary. Happy anniversary. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. You want to get hooked up by Mo? Dude's got skills. Hit us up at thebirdshow.com. The Bird Show. <laughs> Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Bird Show's entertainment buzz. The writer's strike might have, might have finally come to an end. So the 2023 Writers Guild of America has reached a tentative new deal with Hollywood Studios that could possibly end it. This has been going on since May 2nd. So this is more than 140 days of people going without a paycheck. So I'm glad that this is happening. It actually feels longer for some reason. It does. What's the statistic we've read before in the past, isn't it like 50% of the country lives paycheck to paycheck? Yeah. So if you're a writer here and you've been out of work for 140 days, where have you been getting paid, man? Exactly. So a new press release was released to People Magazine and it says, we can say with great pride that this deal is exceptional with meaningful gains gains and protections for writers in every sector of the membership. So we don't have specific details on what it's all going to entail, but when they were first going on strike, they were proposing regular 
regulations for artificial intelligence, pay structures to make up for the eliminations of residuals, preservation of the writer's room, minimum pay for streaming, and a guaranteed number of on-the-week jobs for writers. So hopefully it's all that and more. So I know over the last couple of weeks we talked about Drew Barrymore wanting to go back to work and then reversing her position when she got a lot of crap about it. I think Bill Maher did the same thing maybe. Have Sherry there- Shepard, I do believe as well. Sherry Shepard was allowed to continue because mm-hmm. she does her own writing. Yep. Right. Um, so have there been any celebrities that really sort of not necessarily came out and said that they were against the strike, but really didn't endorse it all that much that might have a hard time finding writers once this thing is settled? Mm, I can't remember what his, his last name is, Amel, but there was one actor that I remember was kind of like, this is a lot. We need to not. And then he quickly backtracked on that because obviously not the right thing to say when all your colleagues are on the picket line. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he did end up apologizing and I might be wrong. He, I think he did go to a strike at one point. He did, okay. Yeah, yeah. He backtracked on that real hard. Yeah, Beyonce came through big time for a disabled fan who couldn't make it to one of her shows. Oh my gosh, such a sweet story. So, so 34-year-old John Hetherington, he was so excited to see Beyonce. He's been a fan for 25 years, but he suffers from cerebral palsy and is in a wheelchair. And he was flying out to go see her, and they wouldn't let her let him get on the plane because they said his wheelchair was too big. Well, guess I'm not going to Seattle, and I'm not seeing Beyonce. Got to the airport to take my flight, and they tell me that... My chair is apparently four inches too tall to be loaded onto the plane. So they checked every possible flight, every airline, and nothing is available. Hmm. So after 25 years of waiting, I'm not seeing Beyonce tonight. So ableism strikes again. I, I do not see how this happened. Like... If because they have um, wheelchairs at the airport, ones that take you from gate to gate, but they should be able to have wheelchairs to transfer. Like if your wheelchair is too big, they can transfer you to one to get you on to the airplane. Correct. One eight five five Burchill. I'm going to go ahead and guess that they're not singling him out. There are some rules and regulations. I mean, I don't know what they are. But I, I feel like they're not singling this guy out. We just don't know all the facts. Because nobody would do that without, yeah, you know, extending I every opportunity. Because, I, yeah, I, I mean, because I know how when we're on Bert's Big Adventure, we have a nonprofit take kids with chronic and terminal illness to Disney World. A lot of our kids use wheelchairs. And as far as, like, um, transferring people uh, and transferring kids to rides and things like that. So I'm just trying to understand why there couldn't be some kind of protocol in place when it comes to transferring somebody from their chair to the seat instead of having to put their chair onto the plane because the chair would have to get stored underneath because I know a lot of people have had issues recently with their wheelchairs being damaged Mm -hmm. um, because they haven't been properly taken care of when they were stored underneath the plane. Yeah, we'll get the details on this one, but this kind of underscores what we said last week also. Um, A lot in the special needs community just don't feel seen. I mean, this is the kind of thing that Mm -hmm. happens every single... The world doesn't care in um, in a lot of cases or they don't feel like it cares because of stuff like this and that is heartbreaking 
ending right there, man. Well, there is a happy ending. So, of course, Beyonce saw this on social media. And I have to say, he probably, I mean, even though I would never want this to happen, I think he did get kind of a, I think it did end up much better because he got to go to um, her show in Houston. He got to meet her. And the show in Houston, Megan Thee Stallion came out and they got to perform the Savage remix, I think for the first time ever live. So, I mean, everything works out in the end, thank God, because that was really heartbreaking to see because I know how excited I was to see Taylor and if I would have not been able to fly out and see her after being a fan for 15 years, I would have been bummed too. Hey, Robert, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. You have a little insight here? Yeah, when it, when they say the uh, wheelchair is a little too big to fit in the cargo, uh, to, to fit, it means uh, it won't fit in the back of the aircraft in their cargo bin. Gotcha. Which means probably a smaller aircraft. Okay. So they could have got him on the plane. They could have transferred him on the plane. It's just his particular wheelchair would not fit in the cargo bin. That's correct. His body, uh, they have the way, they have ways to get him into the seat. Gotcha. But his wheelchair would not go with him. Got it. Are you a pilot? I am. Yeah, you have pilot voice. <laughs> you this is her captain You 100% speaking. have pilot voice. <laughs> 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 the battery's early. <laughs> All right, thank you for calling. Appreciate you. <laughs> Would you yeah. go on a dating show where someone chose to ask you out based on your naked body? It's on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. All right, so it was on Friday that Courtney was telling us um, she had a decision to make. You going to be a good friend or are you going to get paid? Uh, Courtney, for those that didn't hear it on Friday, tell them about that predicament that you were really sort of debating on exactly what you were going to do. Yeah, sure. So, um, I, my friend, like she, she left the company I was working for, for a new position in a new company. And she said it was like amazing. And she was like, you should come over. And so, um, you know, some some were getting promotions, other were just taking on different jobs, and so a lot of changes going on at this company. And we both, you know, loved working together. And she ended up getting like a much better position than she was at our old company. And um, she's been trying to get me to interview, so I did. But I ended up getting the position that she was going to be potentially promoted to um yeah so I I did end up talking to her and I could tell like by her face like at first she was like really happy for me like I figured that was going to be her reaction um she yeah you know she see she was like really excited for me and congratulated with me but like I could tell she was upset Mm -hmm. so um, you know, I asked her, should I just turn it down? And she was like, no. So, however, I decided that I was just going to turn it down. And I I know there's, like, no guarantee that um, she's going to get the position. And I, 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 like, I don't know, maybe, mm. I don't know. <sighs> however, when... Like, I turned it down. I told them that, like, I didn't feel I was qualified enough um, oh. or comfortable with the role. But I was certain that, like, my friend was. So now I have my fingers crossed that, uh, you know, I didn't turn it down for nothing. And, uh, you know, hopefully my friend gets it. 
Wow, that's a lot to absorb. Yeah. That's a yeah. lot to absorb. Um, is this one of those things? Okay, so say she gets the job. Let's 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 play out best case scenario here, right? She gets the job. Um, I feel like this is one of those things that you just know you did a good deed and you don't tell her you did it. Mm. Because otherwise, right. then she's mm-hmm. like, she's technically she was runner up. But what about worst wow. case scenario? Yeah. She doesn't get the job. Then, then y- yeah, that is the worst case scenario. All right, let's take these one at a time. First okay. of all, if I find out I'm the runner up yeah. and I take and I got the position because I turned it down. Yeah, um, I'll take. I, that's not gonna bother me. <laughs> I, I, I won't care. This is not a um, romantic relationship. <laughs> this is about finances. Okay, number one, I'm number two. That's fine. I got the job. Would she also feel like maybe if because you turned it down and then suggested the friend that she didn't really do it under her own merit, like maybe that might bother her as well? And also, you can't like, it's not, you didn't do this to get kudos. Like mm-hmm. you did this because your heart was saying, this is what I need to do for my friend. So I, I, I wouldn't say anything. I, I think you're right. I, I wouldn't right mm-hmm. say anything. Okay, now let's go to um, Abby here, who has a <laughs> catastrophe. I'm a catastrophizer. Pfizer. Yeah, okay, so worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, you've given up this job, and they're going to give it to somebody else, and now y'all both without a check. Mm-hmm. Um, but does that matter? I mean, you did what you felt was right in your heart, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So... At the end of the day, will you be bummed out if that happens? Hey, you're, you'll be poor, but you'll have morals. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather be rich <laughs> than every rich person ever. Morals can't buy you food. <laughs> I mean, I think your heart really was in the right place here. I mean, and yeah, you're trying to do the right thing, but it's yeah. a. Well, now you just have to let us. Please, we're obviously invested here, so I hope for you. And I hope for your friend that they do end up um, promoting her to that position and you find an even better job. You you have put good karma out there mm-hmm. into the mm-hmm. universe, right? And I want that to come back to you with an even better job. Yeah, I hope so, too. I mean, I, I really... Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Courtney doesn't yeah. feel so good about her morals anymore. <laughs> no, I do. It's just, uh, yeah, I just... In all best scenarios would definitely be she gets it and then something even better comes around at some point. Dream job is on the way. Yes, let's all hope so. That's that's all we can do. All right, Courtney, keep us posted, okay? Certainly. Thank you, guys. All right, bye now. The Burt Show. All right, so Kristen came up here this morning with bag after bag after bag of diapers in hand for good reason. Today... Is the day. It's D-Day. It is D-Day. It's diaper day, baby. (laughs) All right. We joined, well, by we, I joined the Helping Mamas Team Challenge on behalf of the Burt Show. We created a Burt Show team. Helping Mamas is a nonprofit. They are the Baby Bank Supply of Georgia, and they collect all kinds of supplies for parents and babies in need, especially diapers. Last week was Diaper Need Awareness Week. We read some pretty sobering statistics when it comes to those who are struggling to diaper their children and their babies, and it was all about filling the Helping Mamas warehouse. They had a goal. They wanted to collect $300,000 diapers, right? So they're like rallying the troops, getting all these teams together. And the minimum that you had to collect was 4,000 diapers. I'm like, with our Show fam, this is easy peasy. We can do this. So weeks ago, we started, got 4,000 out the gate. So I'm like, all right, our new goal is 10. Got 10,000, no problem. We're at 13,000. 
Well, my job is to make things bigger. <laughs> so is it? Is it? <laughs> it is. Yes. My job is to make things bigger. So I'm like, you know what? Let's put our butts on the line. <laughs> Literally. So if we collected 20,000 diapers, I was willing to pose in a photo wearing an adult diaper. And we got that no problem. 25,000 diapers, Bert was going to join me wearing a diaper. And we did that no problem. Woohoo. <laughs> glad so we got excited. the diapers. <laughs> 30,000 diapers, Mo is going to rock that adult diaper. Yeah, you are. In a photo with us. All right. All right, so we got to 32,000, right? Y'all have fun now. So the next goal was 35,000. Abby would join us. 40,000 diapers. The entire Burt Show team, every single person on staff, would put on an adult diaper and take a photo, all in the name of helping babies in need. If we didn't get to 40,000, it's Tommy's fault. Nobody wanted to see that. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday, to prepare, because I didn't know what the number was going to be, I went to Target, got some, wow, those are, those are sturdy. <laughs> um, I got some adult diapers, but they only had women's sizes, right? And I got all different women's sizes. Um, and I thought, well, that's not really fair to make the guys, because I already knew Bert and Mo, you know, you guys were wearing it. So I made a special trip to the CVS and got... Men's diapers as well. Thank you for your commitment. <laughs> <laughs> and Appreciate I didn't get the small medium. I got the extra large because I wasn't going, you know, to assume y'all weren't packing a lot. So. <laughs> Appreciate that as well. Yes. Thank you. So I got you the extra large. Oh, thank you so much. Because I'm sure your packages are very impressive. Yes. I'm, I'm sure Mo appreciates that. It's going to be plenty of extra room for me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot more real estate in that thing. So, <laughs> this morning I got the email from Helping Mamas. <sighs> Stephanie, who has been our cheerleader over at Helping Mamas and giving me all these updates, ran the final numbers. Kristen, I just ran the final report, and the Burt Show grand total is... <laughs> oh my god. So wait a second. We were like down to the wire we on were. Friday. Like just a few hours away from deadline, right? Yeah. I mean, we literally had like a couple of hours and I pushed it out late Friday night. <laughs> and I'm not Damn. kidding. Burt Show fam, you guys are incredible. I'm not I teared up when I read that email from Stephanie. Did you let anybody else know on the show no. that you are going to be in a diaper? No. So Tommy has no idea. Cassie had no idea. No. Rebecca, no idea. Katie, no idea. Nobody, had, nobody none. Nobody. <laughs> Boy, does misery love company. <laughs> I don't feel nearly as bad as this <laughs> So, yeah, Stephanie says the birth show grand total, 52,304 diapers. I am speechless. This is such an amazing gift to the families we yeah. serve. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so let's take it down for one notch. And, and sincerely, I mean, that's the work right there. That wow. is absolutely incredible. Yeah, we're going to be embarrassed for a couple of minutes. Who cares? That right there is <laughs> unbelievable. The way that you've changed the lives of these moms. Imagine, like, having to choose. Like, I got to choose today. Am I going to get formula? Am I going to feed my kid? Am I going to get diapers? And there are going to be 50,000 diapers now yep. mm-hmm. that are distributed where that decision doesn't have to be made. And that is a huge deal. 52,304. Wow. Congrats. That's yeah, I, great. Y'all, I cannot thank you enough. for the, So Helping Mamas is coming today after the show. We tend to drag our feet on this show when it comes to payoffs, <laughs> but not when Mama K is taking the lead. <laughs> so Helping Mamas with their Helping Mamas van is coming. I already, because I knew everybody had to be in the photo, I've already reached out to our promotions team. We have somebody coming downstairs with a professional uh, camera to take our photos. Oh, so it's going to be an HD, okay? <laughs> and it'll get posted online on the website and on social media um, probably around 11 a.m. Look how incredibly thorough Kristen has been on this particular. <laughs> the good news is I just have to take off my pants. I'm already wearing mine. Oh. <laughs> We're all relieved, man. It's the Bird Show. The Bird Show. What a fun, fun Saturday um, for Abby and for everybody that was there on the staff and listeners that showed up for your very first live pod- podcast. It was super exciting to watch. It was so, so awesome. So I, I this was my first live event. We got to do it at Five Church in Midtown, which, by the way, an amazing rooftop. I mean, it's, it's so cool and hip, and you can see the skyline. And the whole staff there is really awesome. And it was really great to, for the first time, get to meet a bunch of listeners all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say I was a little bit nervous leading up to it because y'all know I live in worst case scenario land and I'm like, what can go wrong is absolutely going to go wrong. But I will say, I will say up until about two weeks ago, I was feeling like overly confident about it. <laughs> and two weeks ago, I was having a conversation with somebody who was supposed to help me host this event who we've been working on it for a while. Um, I got a, I had a conversation with them where they decided to not come and they decided to back out. And so two weeks before the event, I was like, everything I had planned has just gone to crap. And I was like, who am I going to invite to do this podcast with me? Because I, if you don't listen to my podcast, I do it mostly on my own with like a, a, a cast of rotating hosts and interviews. And who can I, I call that is totally and 100% available right now. <laughs> Who has nothing going on right now? <laughs> Who has nothing going on? And also, like, you know, would be happy to, to get paid to spill their guts on air. So I called up my boy, Romeo, which I didn't think he was going to be available to do it because literally like 15 minutes after I had that conversation with the person who was going to host it with me, I was in a group chat with Rebecca, Katie, and Romeo, and they were trying to get me to go out or something. And I was like, oh, guys, I'm like in Florida because we were on break. And they said, well, you'll never guess who's here. And I was like, who? And they're like, well, Romeo's ex showed up with us to you know the bar or the restaurant that they were at. And I was like, Strah! I needed him to talk about his breakup. And so I'm like going through my phone of asking people who can, who, like, who can host this with me. And so finally, like four days later, I say, hey, Romeo, are you and your ex back together? I really need you to come and tell your breakup story. <laughs> my event. I was like, I will pay you any amount of money. And he's like, dude, just get me a couple drinks at the bar. We can do this. So Romeo was kind enough to come and tell his breakup story that is still going on, we found out. It has not, there is no ending. And it was so fun towards the end. We got people involved. They were like shouting at Romeo, like, what are you doing? Break up with her. And they were asking him questions. I mean, it was so, so fun. And now I can't wait to do another one. <laughs> 
You should. You should I be should. excited. Yeah. I know. It's, I, I really did think, like, I, I was worried at some point. I'm like, there might not be an event. Like, it might just be me cracking jokes and telling every <laughs> bad dating story I've had from the last, like, five years and a way to entertain people. So I'm so happy that Romeo came through. Five Church was amazing. The food was great. Made me a killer Aperol spritz. And it was awesome getting to meet some podcast listeners. Every listener I, I spoke to had a great time. So congratulations. Thank you. Awesome. I'm glad y'all had a good time, too. And thank you guys for coming out, too. I mean, everyone should showed up and showed out, except for Mo. And- <laughs> I, I told you I, I was wasn't going to be able to make it. I was wondering when that was going to come up. Uh, that's fine, because I, t- I gave you a heads up and I texted you to make no, sure no, you was good. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at all. I just had to call you out because I said everybody yeah. except for Mo. Okay, I, I, okay then I'm going to call you out because my <gasps> ego was a little bruised. So um, I show up to the event, right? I get there and I'm talking to Abby's mom, right? And Abby comes up to the both of us and starts talking to her mom. Doesn't even acknowledge that I'm there. Doesn't say hi. I no, said hi. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. So I'm like, uh, hi, Abby. And then you turn to me and you start saying hi, right? Which was the first thing. And then Kristen walks in 10 minutes later while you're on stage. And on mic, uh, Abby excitedly goes, oh, my God, Kristen is here. I'm so honored. <laughs> are, you, are you really making this about you right now? Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the you, show. You're, you're going after my dude. So, all right, now I'm going after you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I was just cracking a joke. I, I, I was very excited to see you. And I was more excited, honestly, that you and my mom finally met because I was like, these are the, they are the same person. So honestly, when I saw my mom, I just thought I was looking at you too. She had a drink in hand and I promised myself, cause I had to go pick up Hollis yeah. that I wasn't even going to have one sip, but with her history and what you've said, it really made me want to party with her a lot. <laughs> you got to come out with us to Johnny's next time. I don't think I can hang with her. I really don't think I can. She's wild. <laughs> All right, Mo, you are part of it at Mercedes Benz this weekend. Yeah, I was uh, somewhat a part of it. Uh, I think I might owe Katie and my friends who were there with me a little bit of an apology because I was on the wrong side of history, apparently, (laughs) on on Saturday. I learned two valuable lessons, though. I did. uh, One, if you want to accomplish something and you never give up, it will probably happen for you. And two, you should never be the person who is being the downer when it comes to your friend's dreams. And I might have been that guy. So (laughs) we were all, uh, me, Katie, and two of my friends were all at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, and uh, we were watching the Atlanta United game. Um, It was like towards the end of the game, and we were all feeling really good. Atlanta United was playing really well. The crowd was into it. It was amazing. We had a few drinks in, and out of nowhere, I don't know which one of them started this idea. It might have been Katie. It might have been Keona Patty. I don't know. But someone was like, let's do the wave. That was me. Oh, no. It was Katie. It was you. Katie, you're a wave person. I just wanted to start it. (laughs) Who does that? Yeah, and the rejection factor is so high if nobody gets in on it. That's what I was afraid of. I'm never going to be the first to try that. Well, I Uh was willing to take a chance. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Mo. So say? the four of us are sitting there. Now, <laughs> now, mind you, um, uh, we, we had, like, uh, gifts brought to us. Shout out to Casey. She was so wonderful for inviting us to the game, and she made sure that we got some gifts. And so people already were kind of giving us a little bit of attention in the section. And then Katie gets this idea to start the wave. And I'm thinking that the two people with me are going to be like, nah, we're not doing that. Next thing I know, my friend Keon, he gets up, and he's like, Katie, I'm with you. Let's do it. He starts <laughs> recruiting people around us. And then, like, so now the 
three of them are on board for the wave. I'm not. I'm like, y'all embarrassing me. Please sit down. Don't do this. Plus, you're the, you're the tallest one, so the pe- when you do start the wave, the only person people are going to notice is you. And, yes. <laughs> yes. And my knees hurt. I don't want to keep getting up and sitting down. I'm too old for that, right? So I'm like, I'm not doing this. Y'all need to stop. So then they're like, Mo, you have to get on board. Yep. So they keep going. I'm thinking, all right, we'll try this one time. If it doesn't work, we're letting it go. Yeah. So we do it, right? I think the first time that Katie got up and did the wave, it was literally just the four of us. It's just a ripple. It was like maybe two or three other <laughs> Not people. Not even a ripple. <laughs> I mean, it started nothing. So I'm like, all right, y'all, that's it. We're done. We tried it. Let it go. They're like, no, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop until this entire arena does the wave. So I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So we must have tried it, I think, three or four more times. Yep, sure did. On the fourth time... It actually started to go around. Like, it looked really good. How many sections are we talking about? Maybe five. Okay. It it was like this one section, like the sixth section that was like, no, (laughs) No. we're not doing this. (laughs) And it just would stop. It would just die right there every time. So then Katie is now battling with the section, right? Like, no, we're going to (laughs) get them to do it. So we tried it again. Same exact thing. That one section would not take. To the wave. <laughs> what are we on at this point, Katie? Six or seven trials? We're on oh, seven. No. But no, that's too many at this point. <laughs> Thank you. No, it's yeah, not. Yes, it See, is. Yes, I refuse to give up. <laughs> I was determined to get this wave started. <laughs> so when that section didn't want to do it, I was like, bump all of y'all. And there was a woman three rows behind us that said, hey, try it in the other direction. <gasps> And I was like, you wait, he's like, you ride can, in the other direction. You can reverse, you you can know reverse wave. Yes. <laughs> and so then I was like, you sure about this? She was like, yeah. And I was like, are you going to join? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right, fine. Y'all, we're doing it in the other direction. And we do it, and it goes all <sighs> the way around. It did. It went all the way around. Come on. Come on. Yes, we started the wave. I got tired after a while. I was like, oh, that's enough. That's enough. We really, we officially started the wave at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We were like, woo! <laughs> You're such dark. I love it. <laughs> Congrats to you guys. Thank that you. is a major accomplishment. And, and, and Atlanta United won? Yes. 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 It's the Burt Show. The Burt Show.